three mistakes to avoid when investing in cannabis stocks as the industry grows. You can't just jump into it blindly. The stocks or the ETFs aren't all created the same. Canadian LPs can't sell marijuana in the United States. U.S. multi-state operators can. Sales in the state of Colorado are bigger than the entire country of Canada. California is even bigger than that. Oh. It's easy to be sucked into that hype of cannabis reform. It's going to happen. So people invest blindly in the wrong names. My guest today is Dan Ahrens, Portfolio Manager of Advisor Shares Pure Cannabis ETF YOLO, Pure US Cannabis ETF MSOS, and the Vice ETF. Dan is also the author of Investing in Cannabis, the next great investment opportunity. Today, he's going to point us to the three biggest mistakes investors make when investing in cannabis and is going to show us how to avoid these mistakes and potentially avoid losing a lot of money. I'm your host, Kiana Danielle, the founder of the Investiva movement, where our mission is to help 1 million moms start taking control of their financial future by the year 2025. So in order to help us reach our goal, please go ahead and give this video a thumbs up to help us with the YouTube algorithm and share this video with anybody in your life who's interested in investing in cannabis stocks. And of course, if you're new here, go ahead and click that subscribe button and hit the notification bell button so that you do not miss out on my next video. Now let's go and say hi to Dan Aarons and talk mistakes to avoid when investing in cannabis stocks. We are back with Dan Aarons. We are super excited to have him back over here because he's been just so insightful in a field and industry that not many people know about and they're just getting in it blindly and losing money. So I had to ask Dan, what are the three things to avoid when starting to even looking into investing in cannabis stocks? Dan? Oh, well, I hope I have three. Let me think here. Uh, one, I would say don't invest blindly into cannabis. There is a very wide difference between performance and the makeup of the best performing cannabis ETF in 2020 and the worst. The difference is almost 60% performance. You can't just jump into it blindly. The stocks or the ETFs aren't all created the same. Another one is really understand the difference between Canadian and U.S. The Canadian companies are generally called Canadian LPs, licensed producers, U.S. multi-state operators. Canadian LPs can't sell marijuana in the United States. U.S. multi-state operators can. There's a lot of conjecture about legalization. But most people that really know and understand, you know, even the Democratic Party platform does not say they're going to have a true federal legalization. Most people that understand this stuff do not think those Canadian LPs are actually going to come across the border to the United States and have success. I have a question here. So what if those Canadian LPs can then go and sell to other countries and find a market over there and grow there? They can. That's a great point. Then you have to look at statistics, 
and look at what's pointed out in my book and so on. The, uh, the market for cannabis in North America is by far, by far the biggest in the world. Even the entire you know, continent of Europe, the cannabis market's not that big. And it's not going to be adult use recreational, except in a few little pockets, maybe like Amsterdam. They have some growing medical in, in Europe, a little bit in South America, but it is tiny compared to what's happening in North America, which is a great time to point out that sales in the state of Colorado are bigger than the entire country of Canada. California is even bigger than that. Lots of other states are. The U.S. market is 10 times the size of Canada, and Canada is many times the size of the rest of the world for cannabis. All right. The, so the don't look opportunities. into Canada <laughs> and, stay, and stay, stay within the U.S. because that is where the opportunity is. And so let's go. So these are two great points. Don't go in blindly and understand the differences between Canada and American industries when it comes to cannabis. And number three, what I really liked was just avoid the hype that you hear in the media. Would that be accurate? Yeah. And the hype is a lot of different directions. You know, there was hype in 2018 when they said Canada is going to have recreational adult use and cannabis stock skyrocketed. Well, then Canada actually had it and didn't sell that much marijuana and all these stocks kind of crashed and burned. And then in 2020, after they were all sold off really, really badly, and a lot of investors got burned. Investors got flat out burned by a lot of these big names in cannabis. Then we saw a real separation. But you turn on the mainstream media and you still see the same usual suspects. Canopy, Aurora, Tilray, Hexo, all these big Canadian names because they are what listed on the New York Stock Exchange and the NASDAQ and the Toronto. These other stocks, multi-billion dollar companies operating in the U.S. are very much under the radar. And because they're not listed on the major exchange, they trade a fraction of the shares. I mean, those other big names listed on the New York Stock still trade a lot more shares. So it's easy to be sucked into that hype of cannabis reform. It's going to happen. So people invest blindly in the wrong names. 100%. Thank you, Dan Ahrens, the author of Investing in Cannabis, which is also a Wiley book, just like my book. It's got to be good. Go read it before you invest in it. And Dan, while we're here, and I know in our previous video, we talked about your fund YOLO. I just wanted to see how you avoid all these three mistakes in your fund and how it's different than other ETFs in the same sector. Well, active management, again, is very important in something like this. I, I wouldn't want to invest in all the stocks in cannabis. There's names to be avoided and there's names to be greatly underweighted. So active management is important. In our fund YOLO and in our newer fund MSOs, we have access to stocks that other competitors don't. We did a great deal of work with our custody bank and the New York Stock Exchange and legal firms to be able to invest in the U.S. multi-state operators like Cureleaf and Green Thumb and Cresco Labs and Trulia. Those are 
the four top companies that I highly recommend in there. We invest in those companies where the other competitors don't, and we're doing it through what some people think is a little complicated, it's through a total return swap, but we're investing using additional steps because it's very important to invest in these U.S. operators. That's the big difference. Thank you so much, Stan. And thank you for watching, you guys. If you like this video, give it a thumbs up and share it with any of your friends who are just excited about this industry and are trying to blindly get in and potentially lose a ton of money. This is actually super important. So go ahead and share this video. Read Dan's book before getting into it. Educate yourself. And I'll see you in the next Investiva Movement video. All right, Dan, before we get to the questions, we have a tradition that I ask all of my guests, whether you like it or not. So we ask our guests to make a silly face. Three, two, one. Okay, that's it. <laughs>